That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Hello, everyone. We are Cinemania World. Thank you guys for coming and sitting here with us today. Uh, my name is Dwayne. I'm the host for Cinemania World. We're going to be talking about the future of the Marvel and DC universe. We are a movie podcast, television podcast. We uh, talk about movies that get released. We talk about all the upcoming Marvel movies, Star Wars, uh, DC, all that kind of stuff. So my name is Dwayne. I'm the host of the Cinemania World podcast. On my left is Alex Madden. He is the person I created the podcast with. Alex, say hello. Oh, what up, what up, Fan Expo Boston? <laughs> uh, and on my right here, we have Pat, also on the Cinemania World team. Hello, Pat. Hello, happy to be here. And then on my far right, we also have Tyler Calvert, who has a YouTube channel, and he's on the Cinemania World team. Tyler, yeah. hello. Uh, hello, it's great to be here. I'm actually not from here. I had to, <laughs> I had to fly in from Baltimore, <laughs> so I actually had to do a little bit of a journey. I was here yesterday, too. It was just like a fan. So it's great to be here actually talking with you guys. Also meeting you guys in person for the first time. All right. Um, so very nice to have all you guys here with us to talk about some movies and some television. Today we are discussing the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was at San Diego Comic-Con and I attended the Hall H panel for Marvel. So they announced so much stuff. So I'm so excited to get into that. And then, of course, we have to get into DC, who's kind of... In the slums right now with the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery kind of merge. They canceled Batgirl and they are, they're they mm -hmm. like discussing what's going on with that. So we're going to get into, we, we, we can do like Marvel first because I feel like everyone loves Marvel and, yeah. you know, has it's a good time. Note. And at least they kind of have their shit together right now. So start off on a happy note. Yeah, we'll start yeah. off on a happy note. Yeah. So I attended San Diego Comic Con where they discussed the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. They discussed like Phase 4, Phase 5, and 6. They announced two Avengers movies, which is kind of crazy. So I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on just the Marvel um, Hall H panel that went down. Um, I'll start with you, Pat, because you actually haven't been on this show in a while. Yeah. So let's get your thoughts on like all the Marvel stuff coming I mean, out. We have a, a bunch of stuff coming out. Yeah, it's been, it's pretty crazy roster of things for Phase 5. Uh, phase 4 has been kind of experimental uh, with a lot of different things. I mean, with Disney Plus happening, that kind of yeah. changed the whole landscape of Marvel as far as releases. Um, so, I mean, I'm just looking forward to everything they announced in Phase 5. I think they've got an interesting slate of movies, right. um, shows as well, like Daredevil's coming back, which is like whoop, whoop. the greatest yeah. news of That's all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very big 18 one. 18 episodes, baby. <laughs> which yeah. they kind of, I, I, I remember being on the show and I was talking about how when Feige came out, Feige was like not wasting any time. He got right into everything. And like one of the big shockers when he was like Daredevil, 18 episodes. And I was like, what the hell's going yeah, on? Because a lot of like six, right? a lot of people have been complaining about the six episode format. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm glad we're getting 18 episodes. I feel like that means we're going to get a lot of content from that. So, uh, Tyler, how about you? What are your thoughts on the future right now of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, man. I mean, it's exciting. It's great to be. It's probably the best time to be a Marvel fan, probably since their inception. I mean, just because there's so much good content coming out. At least I hope it's all good content. <laughs> uh, I am a big Daredevil fan, so Daredevil coming back was exciting. And not even just the fact that he's coming back, but he's getting so many episodes. I mean, that is, it's a pro and a con. We'll have to see. That's the remain to be seen. But 
you know, 13 episode seasons on Netflix. I mean, those were kind of iffy, but at the same time, they were, you know, dropped all at once. You had to binge them. So maybe right. with a episodic format, that could be worked out much better. Uh, as far as like the movies and all that for Phase Five, um, I'm I am excited for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, but mostly for Kang the Conqueror. I mean, he's obviously going to be a big play, big villain, big player in the rest of the Phase Five and Six because right. you know he's got the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So seeing that set up here between that and then He Who Remains and Loki, um, trying to think Blade. I mean, love Blade. Blade's oh, awesome. Blade, yeah. which yeah. we still haven't seen anything from it, but it's yeah. coming still. I'm excited though. Say <laughs> it's, it's they're starting to shoot it soon, hopefully. So that's one I'm most excited about, along with, I mean, there's so many gaps in the schedule for Phase 6 yep. that mm-hmm. like we can just probably, we'll probably end up speculating on just because there's so many ideas of what can entail by then. But it's a great time to be a Marvel fan. I mean, I'm between that and, I mean, Loki Season 2. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. There's so many There's so many projects that I'm excited for. I don't want to just bombard The Thunderbolts. Them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, depending on who who yeah. the Thunderbolts team is, that'll kind of be the gauge. That's what I was telling Hannah. I on, on, a, on, the, on the Cinemania live show, I was like, dude, I don't really care about this Thunderbolts because, I mean, if it's a team of, like, ghosts and, like, some <laughs> random villains that died, I'm just not going to be really into it. So if they have, like, someone cool like Punisher or John something. John Walker. In it, yeah, or so. Well, I feel like, oh, like, like people the wrong way. For sure. yeah, yeah, I think I think he has to be on there. Right. Like, All right. You. Uh, Alex, let's go to you. What are your thoughts on some of the upcoming MCU projects? Yeah, I'm really excited for what's to come. Um, I'm really curious to know what's going to happen in Phase 6. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously we have Fantastic Four and then Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, I think, is the other Avengers movie. Yes. yes. And those are the only three that are announced so far for Phase 6. So, I mean, they got to fill in the gaps somehow. And I don't know what's going to fill in those gaps as well mm-hmm. for that phase because yep. it can't only be three movies. Um, I do think it's interesting that Avengers movies are ending the sagas now instead of the phases. That's true, yeah. I, right. I think that that's actually a smart idea. Um, in terms of the TV shows uh, and movies in general, actually, because yeah. I, I forgot to mention, I'm really excited for Blade, but I want to see Blade back again on the on the screen and mm. see what they do with that. But for the TV shows, uh, it's going to be interesting to see which shows get a second season. Yeah. Like, obviously, I think Miss Marvel's going to get a second season. I mean, obviously, that's leaving, leading into the Marvels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loki, I think, is going to get a second season. It's Loki was announced, I think. Yeah, it's, they're, yeah. they're okay, filming it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll be interested to know if Falcon and Winter Soldier gets a second season. I know that they're doing Captain America 4. Yeah, so I doubt it. But if they do a second season, would they wait until Captain America 4 comes out? You'd have to rename it. True. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Then you would have to rename with the it. Yeah. Name change. It was like the Captain America and and the White Wolf. So, so coming up in the MCU, uh, they they left some stuff blank from the San Diego Comic Con panel. I was a little butthurt because I'm like, you know, what are those other films and stuff? <laughs> so now it's like left to our disguise to kind of like figure out what they are. But they did announce that well, they're going to be at D23, which is really yeah. exciting. It's all the way in Anaheim. I'm not going back to California. I'm all set. <laughs> so they're going to be at D23, and they're going to be announcing some other films. Uh, what are you guys' predictions for the D23 announcements? Do we see any Deadpool, any uh, X-Men movies or anything like that? Or Because we have like literally a whole slate open uh, besides yeah. three other movies. So uh, what do you think, Pat? I hope they announce Fantastic Four. I want to get a cast uh, so we can stop going back and forth on John Krasinski. <laughs> if it's John Krasinski or not. You're tired of the fan casting. <laughs> and X-Men is like a whole can of worms, so I'm interested to see how they even like tackle that. Right. Uh, but I'm very excited uh, 
to finally get the X-Men in the MCU in some capacity. So there was people that was that was uh, talking about how they believe that the X-Men movies, some people think that they're not going to start off with straight X-Men. They're going to make that kind of the next Avengers. So like instead That'd of like an X-Men movie, the first like mutant movie is going to be like Wolverine or right. Cyclops or something. Without like a school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyler, can kind you see like something like that happening? What do you think about that? What like the the setup for like a, like a kind of like an Avengers esque kind of yeah film. like instead of Avengers movies going forward they start like doing X Men and that'll be the big team up stuff that could be cool I guess also in the way that you could frame it I mean much like in the comic books you could have like right. a, an Avengers versus an X Men yeah, yeah. down the line I mean that that could, that's like several phases down the line I mean that yeah. that's nowhere near gonna happen yet but that'd be great I mean it's it's exciting to get X Men again I mean also just the fact that I mean I like most of the X Men films let's be real. Fox, I mean, I, I didn't dislike all of them. There, there are yeah. some good ones there, yeah. but it'll be. I am intrigued to just see the the MCU spin on them and see who are these new people going to play these iconic roles. Because when you think of like the big iconic Marvel characters and like what's left for the MCU to cast, I mean, you have X Men and then you got Fantastic Four. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's one of the most amazing things about the MCU is that the MCU has been able to bring some of these characters that. 10, 20 years ago, they right. were considered not A-list at all. They were like B-list, C-list. I mean, nobody knew really, other than like die-hard, hardcore yeah. fans before the films, who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Well, yeah, yeah. Or Ironheart. You know, Ironheart's getting a show soon because she's yeah. a relatively new character. Um, so I'm excited to just see what we get in the future and who's going to get a movie or a show next because that's another thing about Disney Plus is that not everybody, you know, not all of these characters are big enough, I think, to get a show unfortunate i mean or a movie i should say right so some of these characters i think are well suited to just get a full-fledged series that fleshes out their character and it's a better format for long-form storytelling compared to a movie where you might not do the character justice yeah so uh let's get let's talk about um phase four for a little bit i think they they also announced at san diego comic-con that the last movie uh rounding up phase four is going to be black panther wakanda forever which i'm super excited about the uh the trailer was fantastic oh, mm. at comic-con yeah. they showed great the trailer, trailer twice everybody oh, wow. was crying it was absolutely <laughs> crazy um so i wanted to ask you guys your favorite phase four project so far um Ooh. the last one that we got was thor love and thunder so that real. was the last one we have right now i think the next one is obviously going to be um we have she hulk coming on disney plus i think yep. this week actually yeah. and then we have black panther wakanda forever coming out later on this year so i wanted to get you guys thoughts on your favorite phase four project we'll start with you alex okay i actually i'm gonna do one each for a tv show and sure. a movie sure so i think my favorite tv show so far has been loki okay um i think that that's what the mcu needed it needed something fresh like get away from the big budget spectacle and be a little bit more grounded and set up what's coming yep um favorite phase four movie well that's tough because uh, <laughs> shang chi's really good spider-man's yeah. really good yep. but every time i've watched multiverse of madness it's gotten a lot better also that's I, yours i have so much fun watching multiverse of madness cool, okay, cool. so i don't know i might go shang chi on that Oh, so Honestly. with that being said, he's like, go Shang-Chi, okay? <laughs> that yeah. sounds right. I mean, Multiverse of Madness is good. But Every time I, mean, I watch yeah. Multiverse of Madness, it's great, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, um, all right, let's go to you, Tyler. Uh, your favorite Phase 4 project right now. I guess you can do TV show and movie. Right. Um, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, yep, so same. I have to be biased and go Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Spider-Man's just 
you know, that movie was just like the culmination yeah. of being a Spider-Man fan my entire life. You know, Toby, Andrew. Well, if nobody. Know, if, if that was a spoiler for anybody, they're in. <laughs> right. They're in. They're in the movie. It's, it's been long enough. I think we're allowed to talk spoilers for <laughs> yeah. No Way Home, right? <laughs> but uh, as far as TV shows, I mean, I've enjoyed pretty much all of them. Uh, some of them, like in the upper echelon for me, especially yeah. is uh, WandaVision. I mean, the yeah. the mystery and intrigue, especially in those first couple episodes of what was even going on in that show i think right. it was fun just the speculativeness of everything i still think once we found out how some of the mysteries were unfolding with wanda and vision what was actually going on in westview i, I was still invested in what was going on with wanda as a character uh the ending you know kind of had your your typical mcu yeah. ending but I, I still thought it was a well done show if it's not that then it would be loki because loki was great as well I mean, loki was really I've, good i've pretty much enjoyed Every Marvel Disney yeah. Plus show, other than like, I mean, What If was okay, but that, I don't know if we really count that because it's just like a multi, it's like a What If, what if storylines, right? But, but other than that, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed all of them to a varying degrees. Uh, yeah. So for me personally, I think if I had to choose between a movie and a show, uh, for movies, I mean, I'm too, I'm too big of a Spider-Man fan not yeah. to choose Spider-Man. So I definitely would go with Spider-Man: <laughs> No Way Home. I mean, I think the film starts off a little like wonky, but I love yeah. the way how it ends and how it capitalizes uh, Spider-Man's character arc from Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. It's such a great. Uh, as far as a TV show, if you listen to the podcast, I haven't been a fan of all the TV shows. I have been kind of sour on a lot of them, uh, especially Hawkeye. I did not like Hawkeye <laughs> at all. But Christmas. Um, uh, yeah, it's right. a Christmas show. Come on. <laughs> um, so if I had to go with show, I think I'm going to go with the one that kept me to stay up until 3 a.m. every week, and that was WandaVision. All right. Uh, I thought WandaVision was excellent. I thought the way they kind of did the whole Evan Peters thing as Quicksilver coming back, I thought that was a little silly, the way that ended. But other than that, I enjoyed that series <laughs> as a whole. Um, and then, yeah, so Spider-Man No Way Home for me and WandaVision. Um, Pat, how about you? Your favorite Phase 4 project? I got to go Spider- Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, for I thought you were going right. to go Doctor Strange on that <laughs> one. I, I love Multiverse of Madness, but <laughs> yeah. No Way Home was just amazing. Um, as far as the show, WandaVision was definitely an interesting time to be a fan because yep. first show for Marvel, for the MCU, technically. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just was very exciting every week to talk to people about it. Um, but I also really liked Falcon and Winter Soldier overall. It had some problems, but... I think it really made me believe like that Sam Wilson is Captain America now. It's of course. Just phenomenal. So. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. So with that being said, I think it's okay for us to go into the DC stuff right now. Do we have to? Cool. Yes, oh boy. we do. I mean, um, <laughs> so DC right now they're in a they're in a they're in a phase where they had they had the old regime at Warner Brothers who was like. They didn't know what was, what was going on. They were just thro- announcing stuff. They were releasing anything. Um, I actually have liked the last couple of uh, DC films. Yeah, uh, the Batman bad. is still my personal favorite movie of the year still. Um, and last year's Suicide Squad I thought was really good. So, But right now, they're in, a, in between a merger with Discovery. Mm-hmm. And Discovery is like, we want to go full hand on the uh, our core heroes, like Batman and Superman and all that stuff, and The Flash. Still doing the Flash, I guess, but um, they're they're going <laughs> full suppose. head on with like <laughs> kind of rebooting this whole universe. So we don't really have anything announced. When I was at Comic Con, they they only came with two movies, which was Black Adam and Shazam Two, and uh, they both look okay. I think Shazam looks great. Black Adam, I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I'm, see. I'm excited oh, for them both. But um, I wanted it before we get into like stuff that's going on with the Flash right now and that kind of project. 
what are you guys just like take on DC the DC universe as it is right now and with things coming forward I'll start with you Alex honestly like I mean this is kind of going back to the beginning I don't think they ever really had a plan I still don't <laughs> think they have a plan yeah uh, sadly um, from what it sounds like, I don't know. I think I read somewhere, correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. That Black Adam is supposed to be the start of, like, rebooting the whole thing. Dude, The Rock is on Instagram. Like, hey, it's my universe now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay? Oh, he's like, The Rock. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what's yeah. happening. The Rock has um, been hyping up, like, the hierarchy yeah, yeah, of the yeah. DCs about to change I with mean, Black yeah. Adam. I, you know, if you listen to the podcast and you watch my YouTube channel, like, I have not been the biggest, like, Zack Snyder fan at all. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> I think, even though I wasn't a huge fan of, like, Man of Steel itself, yeah. I think if they had just done what they did with The Dark Knight and yeah. just did, like, a Superman trilogy, I think I would have been on board with just, like, a full-blown Superman trilogy. And then after that, if they wanted to, like, recast Batman, recast Superman, and then make this, like, an expanded universe, like, in the vein of Marvel, I think I could have gotten on board, like... And I'm not saying they have to follow the blueprint of Marvel to a T. But sure. they needed some sort of plan. Like, they couldn't just go from Man of Steel to BVS. And I don't know what the future's going to hold with that. Because, I mean, I'm assuming we're not getting another Justice League for God knows when. Well, no, I don't of, think well, so. Well, uh, most I, of the members are, yeah. like, gone now. <laughs> so, Yeah, it, they haven't really talked about what they want to do yeah. with the Justice League members. Because they still, it looks like they still want to continue the Batman, Matt Reeves stuff, yeah. which I'm fine with, 100%. Yeah, yeah, but they also movie. want to, like, continue the other Batman with Affleck and stuff. So it's not really sure what they actually want to do right now. Um, we know from last week they were talking about how they want to completely, like, they want people to look at their, their studio as people look at the Marvel Studios, which is, like, as far as casual fans. Because, like, right. comic book fans, you know, we're here for a good time or we'll go and have fun with whatever they put out. But as far as, like, casuals, like, my mom, she hates DC. I don't know why. <laughs> but, like, um, so I think that's what they want. And I think going forward, they want to just focus on the new characters. So, um, Tyler, how about you? Your stance right now in the current state of the DC Universe? I mean, I still, I mean, I've always had a soft spot for certain DC properties. Yeah. I've always been a big Batman fan. Of course, and, yeah. And Superman's great, too, when he's done right. And it is unfortunate, even, you know, whether, you know, Zack Snyder's version or where without. I, I, want, I just want to see Superman again in something, whether it's the, Henry the Cavill. The headless Superman from Shazam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, it's been frustrating because they keep showing like parts of Superman because you'll have like a cameo <laughs> where it's like yeah Shazam well it's wow. either well it's in Shazam he was just you saw everything but that but Henry Cavill's face Peacemaker and, and then Peacemaker he was literally in shadow <laughs> so it's like I just want to see him actually do something you know <laughs> but, but it's just I, I hope the DC gets everything in order soon figures yeah. figures everything out with this merger I am still disappointed that you know with some of the stuff that they're doing whether it be canceling Batgirl or potentially yeah. canceling other things along the way along right. with all the other yeah. things that Warner Brothers been shelving um, I think that they I mean they have the they obviously have the material to have just as great a universe if not better or at least on par with the MCU I mean you have the Trinity you have Batman Superman yeah. and Wonder Woman like yeah, Aquaman now too. yeah I mean, even in the rest of the Justice League it's just like I want these characters to be on on par quality wise and you know as the Avengers are in the MCU and 
we'll see. Um, Wonder Woman's got another movie maybe coming out soon. The last one was kind of not received the greatest. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it could be better. Uh, the Suicide Squad. I mean, the yeah. Suicide Squad is one of those properties you can just have different people interchangeable, much like the Thunderbolts are yeah. going to be like in That's the true. MCU. That's true. Yeah, I feel like with the Suicide Squad, the one constant's probably going to be Margot Robbie. As, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was kind of nervous that they wasn't going to go forward with anything with the Suicide Squad because of how it performed last year. Right. But, yeah. um, but it mean, did come out like kind of like in the middle of yeah, the, the middle, pandemic still. Right. So. Yeah. Um, Between that, I'm also really excited for Blue Beetle because yeah. I was nervous for that. I mean, it was it is a theatrical release, thankfully, yeah. so because they were bringing yeah, up the fact like that they, wa- they want to focus on big theatrical releases and... They apparently liked Blue Beetle so much so far that's going to be theatrical and not HBO Max. Yeah. So I want—I really want to see that come to fruition and start stuff with Blue Beetle as well. You know, Booster Gold is a character that I really want to see in live action, at least in the movies, because he was on Legend of Tomorrow for a little bit before that ended. And then they got kind of stopped that as well too, right? Yeah, that was one of the many. <laughs> Pretty much everything in the CW DC stuff is ending or over already. Like the Flash is yeah. finishing its last season, next season. And right. everything else is, is over. Except they, Superman and Lois. Are they still doing Gotham Knights? Uh, no, I hope not. <laughs> it's, it's not officially canceled. Gotham Knights. I yeah. mean, the game looks cool, but the, the show? Yeah, the game uh, looks cool. man. Um, all right, Pat, how about you? Your current state, your thoughts on the current state of the DC Universe right now. Listen, I love DC Comics. The movies have been mostly a mess. Like, yep. there's been good movies, but, like, it's a mess right now, and all I'm holding on to is, like, I'm, like, drowning in the ocean, and Jason Momoa is reaching down, and he's like, Aquaman 2 is coming. You're going to be okay. And I'm like, thank you, Jason Momoa, because really that's, like, what I'm most excited for. Yeah. I want to see Black Manta. I want to see, like, because the first Aquaman, it's a dumb movie, but it's, it's fun it's to fun. watch. Yeah, I had a lot of fun Especially in the summer, you know. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I'm just, it's been messy. I'm hoping they get their stuff together now. Um, yeah. I think they put too much of their, too many of their chips in Zack Snyder's vision, and either they should have followed through on that, or they should have, you know, dispersed it a bit more between people because right. they kind of just threw that away. Right, right. Especially with the uh, the Snyder Cut coming out last year. Yeah. I really liked it. I actually just recently Huge watched it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. And the way they kind of ended it, it was like, I mean, what did you expect people to, to think after the way it was ended? Yeah, it was, they were kind of setting up a lot of stuff was like, yeah. at was the like, ending of that like film. like the Injustice League too, right? Yeah, they were setting up a lot of things. They uh, brought Jared Leto back. And, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, they Martian were setting up a lot of stuff. So, I I mean, I wasn't surprised that, you know, um, more people wanted that, you know, his to see his vision kind of go through, which yeah. I, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But it's like, it's like they had this thing where... We want to keep some of this stuff, but we kind of want to redo it. But then, because I, I remember on the show, we were talking to Hannah, and she's like, I mean, either you reboot all of it, or, or you, you just, just continue. You it. just keep going. You yeah, know? I feel like they're going to pick and choose, but. It's, I think I mean I think they were already kind of doing that anyway when they were yeah, trying to bring yeah. back Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, so how are we going to work this in with Michael Keaton as Batman <laughs> at 70 years old? And it seems like that was like. That was one of the main reasons why they don't want to go forward with that girl. Um, they were talking about how, like, well, my, Michael Keaton, we don't want that as our main Batman. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but Because uh, we saw those reports that they wanted him to be the Nick Fury of the U- DC yeah. Universe. That was, the, <laughs> that was the old regime. But yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so with that said, let's get into The Flash, right? Oh, no. There's been a lot, a lot of stuff going on with uh, Ezra Miller right now um, with the uh, Flash film. 
Uh, they have been very, very reckless. Uh, you know, they, they've, they've been causing a lot of, like, trauma and stuff all around, you know, the world, kind of. Because I feel like every time we hear from Ezra's, like, stuff, there's been stuff going on in this in this place and that place and Hawaii and, you know, so... <laughs> Vermont? Yeah. So, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, when they canceled Batgirl, everyone kind of figured, hey... Are they going to cancel The Flash because of all the Ezra Miller drama? So yeah. what I've heard, what I've seen is that they like The Flash a lot. So they announced that last week they had three options that they were going to, that they had on the table. Ezra Miller comes out and apologizes, you know, uh, for their behavior. And then they, they continue with limited press. Mm-hmm. The next option was, I believe it was like uh, just limited press in general with nothing at all, like just no press for the movie and the third one was they scrapped the movie altogether. so i'll go around i want to kind of get you guys' thoughts on what they should do um i'll start with you alex like what do you think they should do with the flash right now that's tough i mean i don't know if i would go as far as to say cancel a whole what is it 200 million dollar movie it's 200 yeah, million dollars yeah i don't know if i would go that far i mean i think keeping ezra miller out of the press and just doing a limited press tour might be their best option I don't think I would go as far as to canceling a movie though, because like that's a director's vision. You have the whole movie film, like you, everybody who worked on that movie, put hard work into it. You know, same with Batgirl too, which is why that caught me by surprise. I was just like, whoa, like they canceled that. Like, I don't think you can, I don't think you should ever cancel a movie that's already filmed when you put that much work and effort into it. Um, I mean, it's it's a tough conundrum. But if you ask me, I would just say just release it. And just do limited press. That's yeah. what I would say. All right, uh, Tyler, how about you? What, you? what should they do? If you were oh. the head of DC oh, no. right now, <laughs> if you were David Zaslav himself, <laughs> what would you do um, with The Flash right now? You have it right in your hands. What would you do? It's crazy because, I mean, I, sw- I felt like that the movies had to be connected to some degree, The Flash and Batgirl, because they're written by the same woman, yeah, like Christina yeah. Hodson. I figured they were connected in, you know, with the same character, most of the same characters, but I, I guess not. They, or they can change it around enough where they can don't have to reshoot anything mm-hmm. i mean they're they keep talking about how this movie is so good and it keeps testing <laughs> so well and i'm thinking like it, how how good can this movie be it better be the best <laughs> i know it's better be the <laughs> best superhero <laughs> movie ever oh made God. that's what i'm saying like if, if if they can just look past all of this chaos the star is causing on the world like like this movie has to be pretty good if they think it's going to blow everybody's minds um I would like to see Ezra, you know, get help and then yeah, figure figure everything out. I think it is kind of too big a price. It's too steep. Two hundred million dollars. It's got to go somewhere. I think Batgirl was around ninety million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, was also like, that was also going to HBO Max, though, right? Yes. I think they play. They just don't want anything that they they feel is bad to be out anymore yeah. because it's like yeah. they just don't want to do it. But so. at the same time, I feel like it's just weird to market a film without the lead star. Like as your lead star yeah, is true. that like problematic? Like imagine if they marketed like an Iron Man movie and Robert Downey Jr. was nowhere to be seen in the press. Like that'd be weird. It's a big elephant in the room. <laughs> because what kind of <laughs> what he, kind of box office are you expecting when like the star of the movie is nowhere to be seen? You yeah, know. So true. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I mean, I hope I hope Ezra gets help though. I mean, yeah. just yeah. as on a human level, like regardless of releasing a comic book movie or not. Like I hope that they get the help that they need. Um, but if they choose not to, uh, I mean, I, regardless, I feel like he's not going to be the they, they, that he's not going to be the Flash after this, anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of a moot point. 
like if we release the film there's probably going to be another person replacing Ezra as the Flash anyway so it's kind of just like get it out of the way just get it sure. over with so my other my other question for you guys too me personally if I had to choose what they should do uh, I personally think they should not release it because one of the main things that they said in their like in their kind of media call or investor call they said they wanna they canceled Batgirl one of the reasons why they canceled it was because they wanna protect the DC brand and I think what Ezra Miller has been doing right now is not protecting it's any kind opposite. of brand at all. Yeah. So when you release a film, and I was like, when you release this movie, you have to put you have to put Ezra Miller on the poster. What do you got to yeah. have a blank poster that just says The Flash? It's a lightning bolt. It's like having an Iron Man poster so without like, Iron Man. It's yeah, going to be exactly. him running so away on the poster. You, unless he, like, he has like a mask on. I mean, it, unless they have like a mask on. But like, what are you going to do? You know, as far as like limited press for the movie, you need posters, you need banners, you need all that kind of well, stuff. And the fact that Ezra Miller's playing multiple roles in the film. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they can't they can't redo the movie with a new actor at all because there's just so many. But stuff. Grant Gustin. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. I mean. That's they, what they've been saying. They were like, they're, I mean, I like the Flash, <laughs> yeah. the show, but I don't know if it'll be on the same level. Feasible, you like those? You like those lightning bolt lightsaber fights? Yeah. yeah. So. Hell yeah. Uh, my other question for you guys too. Um, I know we have like I think like uh, about fifteen minutes left. Uh, my, ne- my my last main question, I guess I would say, is if you if you were in charge of the D- like DC as it is right now, like what would be your plan? Because personally, for me, I feel like they're the strongest when they don't worry about a universe at all. Like when you got like Joker and the Batman and stuff like yeah. that. Like those movies are so strong. And that has no universe attachments. Yeah. And we have Joker 2 coming out. I mean, we believe we have the Batman 2 coming out. But, like, what would be your plan if you were in charge of the universe? Did you go full universe and just, like, reboot everything? Would you just continue doing, like, solo stuff like the Batman and Joker and, like, a Harley Quinn movie or Cyborg or whatever like that? Yeah. Or would you just, shit, we're out of luck. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? Um... I'd probably just go solo stuff. I think yeah. that that's their strongest suit. I mean, we saw, obviously, how great a filmmaker Christopher Nolan is with the Dark Knight trilogy, sure. uh, how good that was. Uh, like I said, I think if Zack Snyder had followed through on a standalone Superman trilogy, I think I could have gotten on board with that. So I would just I would just like to see solo films maybe become like trilogies or like their own series or something like the Batman is with Robert Pattinson is really good. Right. Um, I really like the Joker movie. It doesn't need a sequel, but we're getting one <laughs> apparently. Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn is really cool. Yeah, that's like gonna it. be cool. Like yeah. I, I like I wouldn't mind seeing like having like that exist in its own thing, and then having like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn still exist. Like seeing two different Harley Quinns, even though it would probably be confusing for a lot of people. Oh, like yeah. I would still probably do that too, but sure. I just would make the DCEU less connected even if even though it's not really all that connected already yeah. and then just put more of a focus towards like the batman joker all that stuff so okay yeah uh, pat how about you what if you were in charge of dc if your name was david zaslav and you had a billion dollars what would you do um for me probably i think i would try to focus mostly on solo stuff because i think we really need to make general audiences love these characters initially sure. um before we try to like connect everything or 
Um, yeah. If you are going to start a universe, though, I think one of the most important things for DC right now is you have Superman and you're doing nothing with him. Right. You right. need to make the best Superman movie yeah. of all time that yeah. everyone loves, <laughs> anchors everyone to DC, and you're good. Would you keep Henry Cavill? I would. I, 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 I would be open to keeping Henry Cavill. I like yeah. Henry Cavill, but I do think a whole change-up might be necessary. Sure. Um, I would keep, you know... Things that have worked personally. I right. think Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is a good example. Momoa as mm. Aquaman made a billion dollars. Like <laughs> so, There are things that work that I don't think we should just completely clean slate right. it. But, right. yeah. And lastly, Tyler, how about you, man? Yeah, I, I think I would probably like blow up about 99% of the DCEU. <laughs> like, keep, keep Aquaman. You can keep Wonder Woman. Keep them. You know, We can just start over with some of these other characters, but you could start over in a similar way, not to compare the two, but like, you know, Spider-Man with the MCU. Like, we can just, we don't need to see the origin of these characters again. Like, I don't right. need to see Batman's parents get murdered in an alley for like the 40th time. <laughs> like, we know what happened. By the <laughs> same mugger. <laughs> yeah. But I think you can just, just do a Batman story and you don't have to set up the origin aspect of it. You can just have a Batman sure. in year two, year three, much like yeah, the Batman. Uh, and just have him go on an adventure, fight a villain, and just keep it moving that way. If you want to connect them, great. Or you can just have small threads throughout them and then maybe connect them one day. Because one of the cool things about the MCU that I like just as a comic book fan is seeing these other characters also interacting in other other films. Like, I mean, Multiverse of Madness. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, how, yeah, sure. You know, it's yeah. a Doctor Strange film, but at the same time, you also have Wanda Maximoff and Wong and America introducing America Chavez. So I would like to see something along those lines in DC as well, where you have like maybe Batman goes on an adventure and he picks up like the Green Lantern on the way <laughs> <laughs> or something to do Did it. Cause pick him up in space. I inserted Green Lantern just cause I want to see something Green Lantern related. In the DC. It's been like 30 years for Green Lantern. <laughs> cause I mean, they've been working on that show for forever, but I'm still healing. So yeah. we'll see if that comes to fruition or anything else. I but I, yeah, other than that, I mean, Br Bring back Superman. I mean, yeah. he is like, I mean, as much as I love Batman and there's like 500 projects in development for Batman all the time, I would Star love Wars. to see more Superman content just because, you know, we have so much great Superman content in the past, but yeah. I would like to see more going forward. That, uh, and whether it's Henry Cavill or not, I think it'd be great if he came back, if he wants to come back, um, mm -hmm. have at it. If not, I mean, just move forward. We'll... You know, we've dealt with recasts in the middle of Marvel projects before. We can, you know, as long as it's not too jarring, I think everyone will just get over it. Uh, but, yeah, you could do that. And then, like we were talking about with the Joker films and all that, you could have Elseworlds kind of stories where they're not connected to a main structured universe where you can just have fun tales like that. But at the same time, yeah. it gets kind of confusing for, like, mainstream audiences. So, uh, last, another question that I have for you guys, too. I, I see a lot online of you know people kind of going back to marvel people kind of saying that you know they're kind of burnt out with the mcu and stuff like that and what can they really do for the next like five years to really like you know keep everyone engaged with their universe uh right now i think the multiverse stuff has been really cool yeah um without you know people have been kind of crazy with the cameo stuff and whatnot <laughs> and everyone wants like a thousand cameos in some of these films yeah, like 
I saw a lot of people who were like upset that Multiverse of Madness have like four or five characters. Yeah, the, everybody was upset there was no Tom Cruise's yeah, Iron Man. There wasn't like anything like that kind of crazy. So do you guys kind of agree with that stance of the fact that, you know, Marvel is kind of just like they're 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 not really engaged as as how they were when like we were in the Infinity Saga with like Infinity War and Endgame and all that kind of stuff. Um, Pat, what do you think about that? I definitely feel like they're exploring different avenues, and yeah. uh, I think with the Disney Plus shows, it feels more disconnected too. Because it used to just be like you go to the movies like every two or three months, and you'd like see something that's building up the Infinity Stones. Sure, now yeah. it's like you got like two shows a month and a movie, <laughs> and like it's just it's a lot. It and is. I, a lot, I feel yeah. like it makes it feel more disjointed but i do have faith in them that they're gonna make yeah. it feel more connected as we progress towards like kang dynasty secret wars yeah um because really like phase one of marvel wasn't that connected outside of like a few things and that was only what five movies yeah, yeah. which is what we get now like in like two months so yeah <laughs> i mean I know. it's a whole different like canvas now so i'm hoping event like they'll eventually make it all feel more put together Okay, uh, Alex, how about you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Pat. I think eventually it's going to be put together. I've, I saw the stepping stones there because, honestly, like I could see where it was going, where a lot of people were saying, like, oh, it's directionless. Like, I don't know what they could do. Right, like, it right. should have ended after Endgame. But, like, I saw the stepping stones there where it was like, okay, we're introducing new characters who are going to make up the new Avengers team, you know, like the young Avengers. Yeah. And then we're also doing the multiverse stuff. And I never said this on air, but... I said in my head, I said, if there's going to be another saga, they're going to call it the Multiverse Saga. And then it was announced as the Multiverse you. Saga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Um, but, like, but, yeah, that was my thought. I was like, is this going to be like, are we going to deal with the Multiverse? And they're going to call it the it Multiverse Saga? It was very saga? satisfying to see him yeah. say it officially at Comic-Con. Yeah. So, like, said Multiverse yeah, Saga. So, I mean, I the way I looked at it is that it does have, like, I think they're eventually going to connect it all, even if it does feel disjointed a, l a little bit right now because right. like Thor Love and Thunder has nothing to do with the multiverse or you know maybe that not even the Young Avengers I mean maybe <laughs> Love at the end might be part of the Young Avengers sure. but but it doesn't really have anything to do with the multiverse but I think that they will find something to connect everything and I mean obviously we've seen He Who Remains and Loki sure that we you know Jonathan Majors as Kang so I mean obviously they're building up Kang to be the next big bad and I think we're going to see a bunch of Variants within the next Avengers movie. So, all right. Lastly, Tyler, how about you? Oh man, I mean, I, I totally understand the feeling when it comes to Marvel fatigue. I mean, especially as we cover all of the movies and shows, and it feels like there isn't really like as much time to breathe anymore. Right. Because you know, once one show ends, like usually you got like a MCU movie or another MCU show starting like yeah. in the next two or three weeks after that. So there's not really like enough time to let it settle before you get to the next project. And with so many projects now, I mean, I could, I mean, thankfully we, we're all, you know, we've been here since the beginning. But if you're like a new fan or you're trying to yeah. like re remain in the loop, it can be a little intimidating. It feels kind of like homework esque, especially because they've like doubled or tripled the amount of projects we get every year. Like you were saying, we only got like one or two Marvel movies a year. Now we get like two or three Marvel movies plus four, five shows. Yeah. So I, uh, I think. I mean, I'm okay with it to an extent. I think all the projects at least have so far, whether they're connected or not to the main storyline, have been fine. Because I think one or two times, I think uh, be, it's cool that the stories haven't been as connected. To, uh, you don't need to watch like 20 different movies and four different shows to understand what's going on. Like Moon Knight. 
you know, I'm wearing a Moon Knight shirt, so I had to bring up Moon Knight eventually. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that it was just disconnected from, like, literally everything. Like, you could have watched nothing from the MCU, and it would have made sense. Like, it's just a standalone story. I mean, it'll probably connect eventually to something. I think that's what they need, no? To just differentiate yeah. themselves from, like, yeah, I think, other projects. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think so far, so good as far as, you know, I like the variety of projects because, like, there's so many different types of MCU shows so far. Like, a lot of them do feel very different from one another. Like, right. Moon Knight is nothing at all like Ms. Marvel. No. Or, and Ms. Marvel is nothing at all like the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's so true. Th- they're all so different, and I think that's what makes them so interesting. Because I mean, that, that was one of the cl- complaints for so long was everything felt felt the same yeah, in Marvel. Yeah. But yeah. now that you have them straying away from that formula, those people that were comfortable aren't comfortable anymore, and they're panicking. And it's like, <laughs> where are we going with this? I'm nervous. <laughs> it should have ended after. Tell me the plan before now, so I can prepare myself. <laughs> so, all right, guys, I think that is it for us uh, right now. Um, I want to thank you guys all for listening and coming to the panel for us today. Uh, like I said, we are the Cinemania World Podcast. Uh, we have a QR code on our logo right here if you want to like find us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or if you want to buy any, any of our merch. Um, the Cinemania World Podcast, we have a lot of shows on it. We have Cinemania Live where myself and a co-host just talks about news and stuff like that. Um, and then we have the World Show when my, myself and a bunch of guests like these guys would come on and talk about a, a bunch of news and movie reviews and stuff like that. Uh, we have some other shows like the Hero Hour Show yeah. uh, where we talk completely nerd stuff like how we're doing today. <laughs> um, so that's the show that Pat is mostly on and Tyler uh, and uh, yeah, so I really appreciate you guys. I'll let everyone kind of, you know, see their way out as far as like where they want to, where you can follow them. Uh, Alex, let's start with you. Where can everyone follow you on your channel? Yeah, uh, you can follow me at my official website, alexmattymovies.mystrikingly.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube are all there uh, for you guys. So check it out. All right, and uh, Tyler. Uh, yeah, well, my name is Tyler Calvert, C-A-L-V-R-T. Uh, if you just search up my name on YouTube, that'll be my channel for reviews, reactions, rankings. I do a bunch of stuff on there, much like you know these fellow guys up here. We just mm-hmm. talk a bunch of fun stuff on there. Uh, and on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. If you follow me sometime in the near future, you'll see all my photos I took yesterday from Fan Expo because I've been here <laughs> since yesterday. <laughs> All right, and Pat. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at this Pat guy. Uh, usually, I just fight people about movies. He so fights me all the <laughs> time. Come, come yeah. with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fun. Every like you have like every like subtweet. <laughs> yeah, everybody subtweeted on Pat's yeah. Twitter. Um, as far as me, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, my ad is Cinemaniac94. Uh, the podcast where you can hear all of our shows. We record at least like three shows a week. Uh, you can follow us at Cinemania World. It's a big green logo. You can't miss it. And thank you guys for joining us. Have a great rest of your day at Fan Expo Boston. And thank you guys. Appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank all you right. guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys.